Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Hey, have you ever been to the Archdiocesan Catholic Center in the Dayton's Bluff neighborhood of St. Paul? I think it's impressive to consider just what it takes to oversee 750,000 Catholics spread out over 12 counties. There are many offices with many different responsibilities. This October 1st, one of the offices will be filled with a new face with unprecedented responsibilities. Bill Lynch, former Chief Customer Experience Officer for Delta Airlines, will be the first ever Chief Operations Officer for the Archdiocese. He joins us now. Welcome to the program, Bill. Patrick, good morning, and it's good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us and letting us know, get to know you a little bit more. Let's start there. Why don't you introduce yourself to us? Uh, give us a little bit of a sense of your, your history and what brings you to the Archdiocese. Sure. Well, I was born and raised in St. Paul, Minnesota, from a, a large Catholic family. I have six siblings, um, all um, raised in the Catholic school system, so I'm, I'm a St. Marker. Went to Creighton High School, University of Minnesota, and then off into my professional career. I'm currently married. I married uh, my beautiful wife, Kate, who is a Nativity um, graduate, Regina High School graduate, University of St. Thomas. We have four children. Two of them are married. We have two grandchildren. So I spent 32 years, Patrick, in the airline industry hmm. doing various things from engineering work into leadership roles in operations. And um, my last couple of years um, with Delta Airlines really challenged, of course, because of COVID. And uh, you'd asked, uh, you know, what brings me to the archdiocese? I'm really looking forward to a change in the scope, the responsibility, and really being able to have the, the Lord and all the good work of the Lord at the center of what I am doing and helping this Catholic community that has been so good to my family. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. That's that's what we love to hear that <laughs> on Practicing Catholic. We're grateful that that's the case. But actually looking back, Bill, can you give us a sense of what role your Catholic faith played prior to this appointment in the archdiocese and you know in your in your especially in your work life with with delta or with in the airline industry how did uh, how did your catholic faith influence that sure well delta is an organization of 80 85,000 people um, with a focus on serving others um, serving others uh, you know in a different way than uh, than I than the the folks of the archdiocese will be serving you know their customers uh, all of those faithful um, the seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, Catholics here in the archdiocese but at at Delta it was so important for me every day in every decision I made in all of those I led and I led fifty five thousand of the eighty five thousand employees at Delta to really have a godly approach. To what it was that I was, what I was thinking, what I was doing, decisions we were making, how I was leading, um, but there was a bit of a challenge, and I think others can appreciate this. You know, in the in the public life, being able to really express your faith and and really evangelize about your faith is a bit of a challenge. I'm looking forward to as I move into the archdiocese the opportunity to not only bring the skills that I've learned, the experiences that I've had into an organization that is um, that is revitalizing itself and is really working to bring itself to, to new heights. And being able to do that surrounded by people who I can evangelize with. It's, that's really the exciting element of this opportunity for me, is, is feeling free to do that. And candidly, there's a little bit of selfishness about this. I want to draw myself closer to God as well. And I think this is an opportunity in the twilight of my career to do just that. 
Mm, I certainly hope so. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be. I don't think that's necessarily selfish there, because the closer you get to God, then the more we all benefit, because you're probably able to hear Him a little bit better, and as you get closer and closer to Him, as we all are. Well, we're already. I'm excited to see uh, what may actually. Uh, what what may happen as you take up this new role, but it is a new role for the archdiocese. So can you give us a sense of what the scope of chief operations officer will, what does that mean sure. for the archdiocese? Sure. It, it is a new role. Uh, I will be the first in uh, this role for the archdiocese. And as the archdiocese has gone through several challenges over the last you know, six, eight, ten years, you know, including bankruptcy, it's really about what do we do to bring the Archdiocesan Catholic Center, the Chancery, closer to the parishes, the schools, the parishioners, you know, those practicing Catholics, non-practicing Catholics in the community. What can we do with better communication? How can we better structure the organization? How can we improve decision-making so that we can really advance, accelerate um, uh, the growth of the church again here in the community. So it's a, it's it's really focused on all of those elements and what what can we do to more effectively bring the consumer, the customer, the Catholics, whether they're practicing or non-practicing Catholics, into the face so that we can build momentum towards you know towards God's you know ultimate desire for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, and that's uh, especially right here in the midst of a synod process. Of course, that's at the that's in the front end of a lot of people's minds, everyone's minds. We hope, uh, in terms of what does the Lord has have in store for us in the years to come. And let me ask you, let me focus in on that a little bit too, Bill. Do you have a sense of how the synod is going to benefit from from your role and how you're going to benefit in your new role uh, with this in the middle of the synod process? Yeah, to be very candid with you, Patrick, and this is one of the things people will learn about me as a leader is uh, I'm going to express my vulnerability. I have something to learn there, Um, and I I know those who are involved in the Senate process. I've just wrapped up my time with Delta Airlines, and I'm now starting to transition into into understanding deeper what some of the activities are that are going on around uh, the archdiocese at the moment, what are the needs, etc. So, I can't candidly answer that question right now. I have some sure. thinking. Well, I should, I should back up. I have some listening to do. I have some learning to do. I have some understanding that I need to engage in. And then ultimately, with those who are involved in the CIDID process, and as well as the outcome of that, formulating some strategy around that and then helping to execute that. So I don't have an opinion about that right now. I, uh, you know, My admission here is, I've got some listening and learning to do before I'm ready to really start taking action and communicating what it is we think is the direction we need to go. Well, I think that mission is very welcome uh, in and around our archdiocese, that I think that there is something that, that we can all learn from as we've watched our own archbishop as well as our auxiliary bishop and many of our church leaders uh, take that time to listen and mm-hmm. learn uh, before responding, and I think that's a good way of going about things. Um, all right, so as you, you're you're not scheduled, you're not slated to take up the task officially until October 1st, and you've already said you're in a transition time. You're going to get some time for rest in between now and then? That is uh, that is most important to me right now in in the current moment, because I've, I've had, you know, we all, maybe you all understand the airline industry is very dynamic. It's been through its own set of challenges over the last three decades that I've been involved in it. 
I really do want to recharge my batteries. I want to be able to completely disconnect from that crazy world that I was living in. I, I, by the way, I would never, I would never trade it. I, I've met some wonderful people. I've had some great experiences. The airline industry has been very good to my family and me. Uh, but now I want to spend some time with my wife, working on my marriage with my wife, with my children, with my grandchildren, really connecting because the, the previous job kept me on the road quite a bit. So having some time to get reconnected and really um, build stronger foundation in the marriage and then get myself focused on working in the archdiocese. So that starts in October. In the meantime, you know, I'm going to be doing a little bit of reading and, and talking and listening to really understand um, all of the challenges. I've got a high-level feel for it, um, and I've had some good conversation with the Archbishop, with Bishop Cousins, with uh, Tim O'Malley and others very close to uh, the needs of the Archdiocese. And so I have a, I have a good sense there, but I really want to get down into uh, some of the greater detail to really have a solid understanding and hit the ground running when I move into the role in October. Mm-hmm. So as you take up this new role and as you are in the midst of transition, we will certainly pray for you in, in, in some rest and some good recreation here uh, before you take up, the, take up the challenge here in October. But uh, what other ways, especially as we're as October first nears, and as you get close to that time, and I'm sure, sure, obviously over time this will become more and more informed. But how can our listeners pray for you in this role, Bill? Well, thank you for that offer. I really appreciate that. Pray that I that I can gain the wisdom necessary to be part of this archdiocesan team to really make a difference in the lives of Catholics here in our community. So pray that I'm able to gather that wisdom. Pray that I'm able to get the rest that I need and make the connections that I want, the deeper connections that I want with my wife, with my children, um, and with the community as I go through this next couple of months of of rest and just rejuvenation. And then um, pray for a really strong outcome as we go in the years ahead. Um, mm. All of that I would be grateful for. Mm, absolutely. And we're we're grateful that you yourself are a man of prayer and looking to do what the Lord asks of you and what he what he wills for you as well and as you as you step into this. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left, Bill, and before we let you go, I just want to just check in with you about, um, are there ways that, that you would suggest for the laity um, who are here in, in and around the Archdiocese, the, the faithful of the Archdiocese, are there ways in which uh, they should be looking for something new or what, uh, maybe a, a better way of putting it, although not to put you too much on the spot, but mm-hmm. uh, what, what can we expect of you in this, in, uh, as Chief Operations Officer, or what, um, what can we be looking for as, uh, as you live out this, this role? Sure. Well, um, first of all, I don't want to set expectations that things are going to change immediately because I'm moving into this role. Mm-hmm. I really do want to take the first couple of months to get a deeper understanding of where the hearts and the minds are of people in this community. So for me, it's going to be a lot of listening. It's going to be making myself available, being visible, um, listening, understanding, um, and then starting to formulate some actions. But I'm hopeful that as time goes on, um, those in the community will um, will see, uh, whether it's from the archbishop, from uh, others in the community, myself, 
um, greater transparency, greater communication. And, and I'm not saying that that's not there. It's just it's just continuing to improve it. This is one of this is one of the asks that the archbishop has of me as I move into this role is just do what we can to continue to elevate levels of transparency, levels of communication, levels of understanding, and then making sure people understand the actions that we are taking in order to drive this this community in um, you know in a direction in in a in a continued strong direction focused on the good work of the Lord and what he wants for us. So I, I, just to set an expectation that it's not going to be anything grand initially, because I've got some things to learn. And uh, I want to learn before there are any significant material, very visible actions. But please, if you, if, if anyone um, has a sense for who I am, if they see me, if they are given opportunities to provide feedback, I'm all ears. And I really want to hear what it is that uh, that they are feeling, thinking, doing, and what they feel we need to do, and uh, where I may be able to help. So I am all ears and want to hear from from those who um, want to share. Wonderful. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for joining us here on Practicing Catholic. Thank you for saying yes to this new role. And we ask that, uh, yeah, we'll ask the Lord that to bless you and guide you and that you would have the ears to hear and the eyes to see what everything that he has for you in this new role. And uh, with all the experience, the life experience that he has given you, obviously, I think that will bear much fruit, and or at least it, it stands the potential of bearing much fruit uh, here for us, for all the Catholics in the local church. So, Bill Lynch, thank you so much for joining us here on Practicing Catholic, and we look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Patrick, thank you so much for having me, and my thanks to all of you for your prayers as I move into this new role. My blessing all right. to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's break time again. When we return, as we all know, managing money can be a challenge, especially when you don't have a lot of experience with it. Well, coming up, Susan Weinicke joins us with some budgeting tips for young adults and newlyweds. Stay with 